Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Every school report I had as a kid had a consistent criticism leveled at me. Social butterfly lacks focus. In my defense, some of those teachers were knobheads. But as we're amongst friends, there was probably an element of truth as well. My nature is to magpie, to chase the shiny things, to look for the next thing. For me, that's how I view growth. It's the thing I find most exciting. But to actually grow and to sustain that growth, sometimes you have to knuckle down and focus. You have to cut out the noise and do the thing. I'm Joe Glover, founder of The Marketing Meetup global community that connects and educates over 20,000 marketers in the most lovely way possible. Everything we do, we do it to put the human beings we help first. I'm Richard Wood. I lead the marketing agency Six and Flow. I've worked in marketing for around 19 years now, and I'm a massive believer in that marketers should be trying to engage with people on a human level, not just treating them as leads and numbers in a spreadsheet. In a different way, I've been struggling with focus recently, trying to figure out what is the thing I would like to achieve to focus on. It's been a daily exercise in reflection. Things are going well, but could they be going even better if I nailed down in one specific direction? I don't have the answers in this episode, so today we can explore together. Um, and I guess that's an opportunity for Rich to give us some context on uh, on focus, you know, and, and, and why you felt like it was important for us to discuss today. So, so where this original thought came from is so um, I can't remember where it was but I, 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 mean, I was sat in this exact booth I remember where I physically was but I can't remember when we spoke about <laughs> this but you were about to launch so we, we were having our like normal catch up before we do one of these recordings like we just we hang out for a bit and just chat shit about all sorts of stuff um, but uh, I won't go into what we've just talked about the but at the time <laughs> you said to me you were like I'm 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 launching the, um, the the training school, like the TMM training school. I think you were launching yeah. in new regions. You were about to launch a new round of um, your like morning to like the webinar series, and you had a shitload going on. And I think there was there was more outside mm. of that as well. Like, but they're they're the ones I remember. So the others can't have been that important. But the <laughs> and I and I I said to you, I was like, Joe, it sounds like a fucking lot, and like you mm. you are going to exhaust yourself like you're going to run out of steam at some point and that's where that original thought came through and we talked about briefly not in any sort of profound way but we talked about like that knuckling down and focusing on an element and actually being quite good about it so that's where the like original thought came from but then more recently like personally i've been so um Recently, our ops director has come back from maternity leave. So up until that point, I was covering, badly, covering elements of her job, still doing my job. And now she's come back, and our growth director is now on mat leave. So I'm now Mm -hmm. doing more of her job. And what I've noticed going between those different roles is I'm really fucking shit at doing multiple roles at the same time. And the only way I can do it is if I 
cut them up into pieces and focus. And that's like, I remember ages ago, maybe it was one of those business self helpy type books or whatever, but it was talking about somebody who had sliced up their calendar that like Monday, Tuesday, they do sale, like new biz, Tuesday, uh, mm. like Wednesday, Thursday, they do existing customers, Friday, they work on the business itself, like that kind of thing. And I think that for me, what I've realized covering those different roles is I enjoy all of those different roles. I enjoy the variety, but unless I'm like actually focused on the thing, I it's a lot of wheel spinning. Like I don't actually get mm. to the point where I feel like I'm delivering the value that I could deliver. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what does it feel like for you, like when you are, when you're working in that sort of like prime zone? So like, I mean, like you started your introduction by sort of saying uh, lacks focus, but then you sort of spoke about the things that you find exciting and stuff like that. I mean, like if we're sort of speaking about what is the ideal place to be in, you know, when when you're focused, I mean, is it is it a feeling where you're just like, fuck, I'm being productive right now? Or is, it, or is there something a little bit more to it for you when you're sort of speaking about the, the Naverna of focus for you? So I, I honestly, I don't, I think when I'm, when I'm in that kind of like that sweet spot, mm. I, I think I, I probably, there's no thinking around it. So like, as in, nice. I think when I'm not in that space, I think there's a, almost like a existential dread or like anxiety that, <laughs> fuck i'm gonna drop a ball here like there there's a plate that's gonna crash and it's just because i haven't been able to focus on it and like i haven't got enough time or the time i would like to focus on this and i think that's so it's it's probably more of the the negative that i'm aware of than i am of the positive Mm. but then equally after the event so after the moment where i have been in that kind of like prime zone of getting stuff done that's when you like i feel like there's an achievement i get to the end of the day i'm like fucking hell, I nailed that to-do list today. Like, I've absolutely smashed through that. Where's all that gone? And that's, yeah. I think that's that's how that kind of transpires for me. I, I so the, the growth element, so the first two years of a, as a business, I was the only salesperson in the business. Then we brought in Charlotte, who's now our growth director, and she's led on that. When, like, I've been involved in the sales process the whole way through, like, I bring get brought into certain deals. Some, some clients only want to speak to kind of ND type stuff sometimes, mm-hmm. strategic clients, things like that. But now that I'm back into it, I get a real buzz out of it. Like, I really enjoy the process. But it's when, when my attention is divided, that's when it starts to get really stressful again. Because I'm still doing, I'm still doing my ND job. I'm still mm. involved in, um, uh, like, I'm still involved in client delivery on some of our clients because actually our strategy director is also on honeymoon at the moment as well. So there's there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of like immediate roles around me that I'm assisting in and probably doing thirty percent of the job that they are able to do, and that's that's the bit that I start to find stressful and it's. And I think that's that's like on a personal work delivery piece. But if you look at if you look at like from a marketing perspective, we talked about this before as well. It's like having that that focal point of who you are, what you do, and mm-hmm. how you do it. So like, what, I can't remember how we positioned it, but we were talking about basically you can't be all things to all people, right? Like you can't yeah. you can't appeal to everyone to a deep level, like there, there needs to be something. And that that's where that focal bit comes in. So I think 
this is kind of about focus for us as individuals and how we work, but also for like marketing and messaging and businesses, like what is your focus? Like how does that work? Because if you are focused, you are going to be way more impactful in my personal mm. opinion. And this is, it, it's difficult this, right? You know, because I think as marketers, we're supposed to spend all of our time sort of like understanding the market, you know, and, and, and sort of like understand the market. And we sort of position ourselves in such a way where, you know, our product or service, our solution is communicated in such a way where it solves the need for a customer. And we're like, you know what, this thing that we're doing is going to improve your life in a certain way. But then I think there's also this other element, right, which is what you've been speaking about a lot more here, which is like this personal focus. And I think this is also playing into our context as founders, which is like as founders, like we're kind of a little bit used to kind of doing what we want to do <laughs> to a certain extent, you know, and, and sort of picking our path and sort of like saying, you know, like uh, this is the thing I would like to do today and therefore I'm going to be doing that thing. And I think back to that sort of period of time where I was launching those hundred things at once, you know, and like a lot of it was stuff I was really excited about, but there were some things that I was also doing because I thought people wanted it, you know, and it was actually in that particular circumstance where like some of my energy was felt like it was being diverted away from, you know, the thing that I'm good at and was just starting to be things that I was doing because I thought it was the right thing to do. Um, and so like this whole issue of focus is, is just really interesting because I think actually what we're speaking about is to a certain extent is like energy management is about sort of like nailing down into like the thing that we feel like we're like, you know, almost like galloping through, you know, it's almost like just intuitive, in, you know, intuitive sort of like bosh, 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 you know, and it's sort of like it just works because we're sort of doing stuff that speaks to ourselves, ourselves and our souls a little bit. And like when you're in that place, it's just wicked. You know, it's really, really good. And I just feel, you know, I can think about times, particularly I think for me, I feel probably peak focus if I'm like stood at the front of a room and like sort of presenting or speaking, you know, to a marketing meetup audience. Like for me, like I can almost feel like the beats as I'm speaking and, you know, I'm not saying that it comes across that way. I'm not saying that I'm like this amazing speaker, but I can feel it in myself. I'm 100% nailed in you know to that thing right there and uh and that's a wicked feeling you know and it feels like it's impactful because you know sometimes people come to you afterwards and sort of say you know what that introduction was really good and it set the tone for tonight and and tonight was a wicked night you know and stuff like that so i think it's just it's a really interesting place to be in um but when you're in it it feels bloody amazing have you have you ever heard the the fable or whatever of uh eat the frog i can't remember what it's called but it's about like eating the frog just so do like, the, do, the, the do thing the, that's on your list yeah, yeah exactly so like do the do the shitty thing first because then you don't have to think about the mm. rest of it and i think that's yeah. that's where i think as founders and i do it all the time like i focus on the shit that i want to focus on like you just said that yeah. because i enjoy it and my my drivers in the business aren't financial there's like there loads of other things that are my drivers and a primary one is enjoying the process like i do this mm. because i enjoy it and yeah. therefore i have a propensity to like if i don't enjoy it it'll be last <laughs> on the list yeah, and yeah, I think yeah that that for me is a mistake because i then have all the shit and like what inevitably happens is my to-do list is basically distilling down all of the shit i don't like doing so by the time i get mm. to the end of the day i i <laughs> end on a really shitty low of like oh, i could do this bit and then this bit and then this bit yeah. and that's i think for me 
focusing on the, the shit that I don't want to do first would be way more efficient. But like, and <laughs> we're talking about us as founders, right? And we yeah. briefly mentioned marketing that, but I think where we really started to accelerate it as, as a business is where we started to bring in individuals that were able to focus on the job that needed to be done. So yeah. as, as a growing agency, up until probably about 20 headcount, everybody mm -hmm. does a bit of everything. Like we have specialists within and people training and trained up to do different things and different skill sets. But uh, have you ever heard of a, the T-shaped marketer? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, like yeah. somebody has a specialism, but a broad kind of brush stroke across the top as well. But that. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I think as, a, as an agency in the early days, very much like you have, you lean more towards the jack of all trades type element, particularly mm -hmm. at a management level. So maybe not like the actual delivery of the work, but the running the company. And that's for us, where we really started to accelerate, the first main acceleration point was when we brought on Charlotte, the growth director, because she was focused on sales. She was like, that That was her KPI, bringing new business. Whereas before, it was a third of my job. And so then as soon as we had that, we had somebody driving that bit. Then the next growth bump was bringing in ops, um, ops director, so Sarah coming into the business, because she... and. and don't get me wrong, like lots of hard work and people doing great things before that, but these are like the step changes in focus. So Char um, then Sarah comes in, she's focusing the ops, focusing on the people side of the business and that and process. So her main uh, elements were people, process and finance. And that once we had that taken off my plate and somebody focusing on that, way, 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 way better in terms of how we grow as an agency. Um, and then more recently, we've got people who have come in who own client services so we have Jaeger who's with us now who owns client services and because she's focused on that it's growing it's got direction it's got real kind of like we have somebody who we know can be uh, brought into the conversations and is kept, like focused on what's happening with the clients how we're servicing them how we can make that process better and at the same time we've also brought in Nicole who is our head of delivery and she is focused <laughs> on the actual delivering piece so now where where we used to share all of these, we have people who own sections and they are focused on it. And because they then have like these KPIs, these like focal points, they know exactly what their job is, what their remit is, everything functions better and the growth rate is just picking up and up and up. So like 
for you were, were there different stages of of finding these focus through these people so um the reason i ask is that i, I hear what you're saying and i'm wondering whether like with these first sort of uh hires that you go through at, at different stages of your company then uh, to start off with it feels almost like these hires are sort of covering your weaknesses as as a founder to a certain extent so if i think about what we've done with the marketing meetup then l who's come in is just like phenomenal and she like picks up all the all the detail you know the stuff which i'm i'm really bad at picking up on you know i'm not very good on email for example and l will respond to emails <laughs> which sounds stupid but you know like i'm i'm bad at but then that sort of covers the founder sort of weaknesses but actually what it speaks about here which i think is almost the solution to focus to a certain extent is strategy and like a strategic objective so like you know for you at six and flow it may well have been you know growing to x you know x pounds per year it may have been you know bring on x new clients per year or whatever it may be but at some point there must have been like a flip for you where like focus became less about covering your own gaps in it so and i think i'm speaking about focus for six and flow here rather than focus for you necessarily but focus must have been found initially in covering you and then at some point it must have been switched to focus is you know delivering the strategy that six and flow require is is that a fair thing to say so my 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 number one principle around like hiring and recruitment is to hire people that are better than me at something uh -huh. like everybody in the business is doing something better and that i mean that now i'm not directly working with people like they're the they will be better than the the team members that they were working with so there's there are some overlaps now but what we've tried to do is bring people into the business that are growing us and pushing us further because if you if you mm -hmm. hire people that aren't better than you or are only hired in your image and the founders like and a lot of our first hires were hired in my image because that's what we naturally do they're the people that we naturally what they were yeah and that's, they were a bald, a bald bearded man there's a lot of you know it's less than 10 percent um but um but that is a stupid way to grow your business because you cap out at we will never the mm -hmm. the sum of the parts will never be greater than the individual then, and that's yeah. that's stupid right so what what we've yeah. always done is try to hire people that are better than the existing in the areas that they're coming into so that's that's how we initially grew and kind of grew better than an individual consultant me at the time mm -hmm. uh, and that kind of growth rate. Then as a, as a business, that's when we start to get more more forward planning, more focused on who does what. <laughs> Is that the official term, forward, forward planning? Plan yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that's that's where, so we, we use a, a management structure called EOS. So the Entrepreneur's okay. Operating System. There's a, um, for those that don't know it, there's a book called Traction. Um, it's boring as shit to read but actually the process is really really good um and there's some other books around that, that are slightly more interesting but that's that's the governs of what the process is now one of those one of those i can't remember what the tool's called but you've got like 
buckets of what people do. Like you have, this is going to make me sound like a fucking knobhead, but you have the founder <laughs> typically who is, yeah, sits sits in a role called the visionary role. I hate I hate it the term, but the visionary <laughs> role, which is the like the ideas the guy, the um, the ideas person who is has a million ideas and maybe one in a blue moon is any good, but is very much focused on like the big picture, the um, chasing the shiny things. So, and like, if you look at the description, it's basically me in a nutshell. Then you have the integrator. Now the integrator is the person who actually makes the company run. So, and for us, that's the uh, ops director. And that, that role is twofold is a making the company run and filtering up the things that the visionary needs to have input into. And at the same time, being a bullshit filter on the way back down as well. So like from the visionary to the rest of the company, only focusing on the things that are going to have any real relevance. And then beneath that, you have buckets of functions across the company. So we have ours is split into growth, operations, um, delivery, and some other ones. And so then we get to the point of, okay, what is the functions within each one of those buckets? And then who owns them? So then we end up with clear remits and you can start to spot gaps as well. And that's where with that structure now we can see where are our gaps where are their overlaps where can we kind of move that stuff around and now that we've got multiple companies within the groups and focuses in different regions we're now at the point where we're going to reevaluate that and just make sure that we are all kind of firing do do we have do we have basically enough people in leadership to cover all of that do we need to move things around do we need to restructure how who owns what within that leadership chunk um, and that's for us has been great because a it means we're now covering all those different functions but it also means we can see where are the individual skill gaps as well so where do we need to train up where do we need to like get extra support so we can see that as a, a mapped out plan and so like i mean with that visionary you know i mean yeah. you know i it i I, 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 I knew I, I knew for a long time you 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 view yourself as a visionary oh. you know i mean like the first time you introduced so yourself to me you weren't you're wearing a turtleneck and you know you sort of said hello and you know <laughs> but like i mean <laughs> in a certain way it feels like a lack of focus you know that sort of magpie uh, sort of idea that you spoke about at the beginning is actually a really beneficial thing really if you can it is build now. an organizational structure yeah so it actually almost what we're speaking about is like focus then the requirement for focus almost changes over time and probably with me and my situation with a company of one and a half to, to two people sort of like I need to be focused on elements of both you know the sort of the quote-unquote visionary stuff but also you know I don't have like a, an integrator uh, to use your language um, but as you sort of grow to the size of the company that you're at now then actually it's your job to be exploring and, and sort of setting a new strategic direction every so often or, or sort of having these big thoughts that sort of will move you into a place which is different but also potentially you know commercially lucrative or or personally fulfilling um is, is that fair yeah and yeah absolutely i think now now with the structure of business it we need somebody that can be doing the idea but the like what's next the the chasing the shiny things looking at mm -hmm. how market positioning how we're perceived like that kind of stuff as well and i think that's that's now that we're in that phase of growth it's it's great like 
I really enjoyed the first building stages of being in an agency because I could do that. I could, like, there wasn't a lot of, like, internal admin and processes that needed to be done at that point. There probably were, but we managed to get by without them. <laughs> then when we start to get into the point where we needed that stuff but didn't have somebody specialist to do it, that's the stuff I find personally draining. Like, that's the stuff that saps yeah. my energy. I can do it. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm one of those people with, I, I feel like with enough time and focus, I could do most things, but mm -hmm. I don't enjoy them and I don't want to do them. Yeah. And I think there are people who are better at doing them. And that's, mm -hmm. when we got to that stage, that's where I think it, it was like, if you think about like the peaks and troughs of running a business, for me, that was like one of the energy troughs. Like, I don't like mm -hmm. doing that, but it's like the trudgery bit for me, just because that's not how I'm geared up. But now that we're kind of coming through that, or like the other side, we now have the structure where I have more of that space to do the thing that I am good at. And this is, this comes back to like getting people. So as an organization now, we have the people in the right places to do the things they're good at. And that's where like their focus is aligned with the, the focus of the business or our mission or our direction, whatever you want to call it. That alignment now means that we can really focus on the growth. And coming back to that EOS model, like you would have heard of OKRs, right? Um, so like a lot of yeah, big yeah. tech companies use them. In EOS, they're called rocks. So it's basically like the big thing that you're going to focus on in that quarter. And we normally have like three to five per person. And we have some team-based ones and shit like that. But every quarter, we revisit what is our our vision? Where are we trying to get to mm -hmm. in the net by the end of this year, end of next year, three years, five years, blah, blah, blah. What are the things that are going to push us towards that? And then we break those down into quarterly rocks. So like those rocks could be um, like we're launching a new program and then that's broken down into milestones or something like that. And that's, mm -hmm. yeah. if that we goes. get, I think if we, if we get like 70 or 80% of them done, then we would have said this has been a great quarter because we know that we've pushed those things across the line. And it's it gives people the boundaries to then go, I'm not, like this is my primary focus. It gives you permission to then say no to the rest of the mm. shit that's going on. So like mm. everybody's got their day jobs, but these are the focus. If I get this done, I've had a successful quarter. Nice. Well, that's 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 you know. I guess it goes back to answer that word again, doesn't it? Strategy, really. You know, if you've got a clear idea of where you're going, and the thing that you would like to achieve, and then on an individual basis, you're able to sort of distribute that through the team and, and lift your rocks together. Then uh, you know that's. That's when you start building Stonehenge, Rich. So, <laughs> well, so I can project images of the Queen's Jubilee across it. <laughs> I, you know, I mean, like, I, I would have thought you would have just been projecting uh, images of your visions, you know, onto onto your adoring masses on the, 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 the summer solstice or something like that, you know, because, you know, that is how you think of yourself, isn't it? So it's, uh... <laughs> I don't know why... <laughs> I've woken up and chosen violence this morning, sorry. <laughs> I'm good, you're finally outing yourself with the real Joe Glover. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, uh, I, I really shouldn't do this in public forums. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, cool. I like that. I think that was uh, an interesting insight into focus. Uh, is there anything else you've got to add, uh, Mr. Mr. Wood? No, you've insulted me, now I'm leaving. <laughs> thanks joe always a pleasure <laughs> likewise my friend uh thank you for that really really interesting and uh, i hope it was useful for everyone listening in as well uh, speak soon see you later everybody
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.